Hey everybody, Brian here. Today we talked to Ilya Shimanovich, the breaststroke superstar who's dominated in the short course pool, breaking the world record multiple times, close to 40 wins in his ISL career, and the 2021 short course world champion, while also making the Olympic final. Ilya's from Belarus, and athletes from Belarus and Russia have been banned from competing at this year's world championships and the European championships, which would have been the A meets for Ilya. So his season plans are a bit in flux. We spent a lot of time in this episode talking to Ilya about his stroke technique, which is somewhat controversial in that he's among a group of breaststrokers who are using an undulating hip motion with a very narrow, quick kick, which to the naked eye can appear as they're doing a butterfly kick. So we talked to Ilya about the origins of this kick, about the misunderstanding or controversy around the technique and what he does to practice to keep such a narrow kick and also to keep it legal. Full disclosure, we did have some connection issues on this episode, so we did a few edits to make it a more friendly listen. With that, please enjoy this episode of The Social Kick with Ilya Shimanovich. A very good exercise uh, for improve this. I swim with full boy and uh, with a small stretch cord at the ankle. Ankle. Yes. Yeah, ankle. But uh, if to be honest, I want to swim a little bit, not, not so narrow, but uh, I, had a, I have a bad mobility in my knee. And it is some problem, yeah, because I want more, but I can't. I'm working on this, but... <laughs> so you put the cord maybe this big at your ankle. Yes, yes, yeah. And then you have to, you try to keep the, the whip. Yes, yes. Welcome to the Social Kick Podcast. I'm Brian Lundquist. We got a full crew this morning and this evening for our guests. Luke Paddington, Dr. John Mullen, and joining us from across the pond, Ilya Shimanovich. Welcome, Ilya. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> well, give us the update, Ilya. First of all, oh, where are you and what are you up to? I'm spent time now at home, at my home yeah, in Belarus, because... Uh, but I, uh, at this moment, I have... I can say that I have two homes because one home at uh, Russian Federation because uh, my girlfriend I live here is my future wife and sometimes mm -hmm. I spend training at Russia and sometimes training in Belarus. Future wife, tell us. You're, you're yeah, I get uh, pregnant uh, one month ago or one oh. month ago. Yeah, yes. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's yeah, the same as postman. Yeah. yeah, but it's not swimming swimmer. Uh, it is beach volleyball player. <laughs> so your yeah, future wife is an Olympian beach volleyball player. You are a elite yeah. world record holder, world champion swimmer. What is the baby going to be? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe hmm. a simple, simple child with that sport. <laughs> I, don't know. I think water, water polo to me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. That is fantastic news. That's a very exciting time to have a baby, get yeah, married. Thank you so, so much. That is um, make, that makes life life. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. So Ilya, tell us about you know. There's some some major news uh, with your season schedule now that for the World Championships and for the European Championships that those organizations have uh, banned both uh, Belarusian and Russian athletes. So 
I'd imagine your season plans uh, may have changed quite a bit. So what's going through your mind right now with the season and uh, the way that you're approaching training now? Uh, at the beginning of the season from the January, uh, it was on, uh, everything was normal, but uh, then uh, some competition was canceled, something else. And uh, we, with my coach, we didn't know what to do and for which competition we prepare because the first of all it was uh world championship then world champion canceled and then new world championship but then we were we were banned then isl and then with isl canceled we stay with just with uh, uh, national championship and national cup and uh, the first three months in this season was really difficult because I didn't know what to do for what I will prepare and uh, what I do, what I will do in the future. But we just uh, training, keep the form, keep the uh, shape, and uh, we we were uh, we had a national championship in the, the April. I swam two hundred breaststroke and. I'm sorry, did you hear me? Did you hear? Yep. Oh, sorry, but my, my connection as well sometimes. Yes, and uh, I spent two disciplines and so because I had some problem with my health and uh, I, sh I should to go to home. Yes, but uh, now we don't know exactly which competition we'll have at this season. Uh, maybe it will be National Cup and maybe some competition with some countries, I don't know which one exactly. And it is very big question. And we just uh, preparation for the end of July. And so, but I don't know for which competition, but of course, uh, in this situation is uh, very important to keep the shape and keep my mind, of course, motivation, because if I, uh, 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 let's say if I uh, lost this season, it's it will be very difficult to start it again. And uh, I want to to show my best or very close to my best at this summer. And uh, I want to understand that I came to beat with some guys from the another country who will compete in the European Championship and World Championship, of course. Yeah. And maybe I, I will have some more time for my family, for spend with my family, with my future family, yes because uh i spent time with my mom daddy uh, and my younger brother very mm -hmm. little yeah and mm -hmm. now i can spend a lot of time yeah with my dogs of course <laughs> yeah it's very awesome i don't know i just uh, try to enjoy my life at this period and uh, of course uh i think in what i can uh, change in my life, in my training, in my work, in my technique, of course, and such, such. And I think it will be good time for my changer. <laughs> yeah, that that's excellent and a great mindset when, you know, there's variables outside of your control, you know, trying to spin the positive. Um, obviously, with you training for long course in the summer here and not knowing of meets and things like that, you mentioned working on technical things. Yeah. With your training, your awesome short course meters, set world records, then long course seems like you're still working on maybe, you know, having that transition or that same success in long course. 
what are some items you're working on to improve or have that transition into 50 meters? Transition 50 meters? Yeah. Um, can you repeat, please, a little bit? Of course. Well, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So your amazing short course meters. Yeah. Long course meters, not as successful. Yeah. What are you working on to be more successful in 50 meter long course? Ah, yeah. Uh, at this time, uh, first of all, uh, I have very good technique in 2019 when I swam very fast 100 breaststroke, mm -hmm. say 50 breaststroke, yeah. But mm -hmm. after this year, I had some problem with my elbows and uh, I should uh, I should to change my technique a little bit because I have a lot of pain when I swim, uh, swam when I uh, did a gym, and uh, now we are, how to say, we are uh, come for this technique again, and we try to do the same, maybe a little bit improve. Uh, a lot of work with my legs because I know that my legs it is <laughs> very crazy for swimming board. Yeah, and uh, but I know we uh, we want to. Uh, a little bit change my work in the gym. Uh, we want to do a little bit more because I'm not a very strong uh, beside the uh, another guys and as a breaststroker from the world because <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, all guys so very big, yeah. But I don't know, we will try to to find new ways in this period. I, I, I want to ask yeah. all of us, what do you think is the key thing to be a good long course swimmer in breaststroke if you're a good short course? Obviously, you have less turns and, you know, you have, you know, and that's a big thing. You have, what, you know, two less turns. But is it, say, for instance, is it the ability to keep the hips high for more than yeah. five, six strokes in a row? Like that, does that take a lot of effort after you to do, you need a break for like two seconds before you do that again? What is it about the physiology to, to keep the, the, the high hips going more than five strokes in a row? That's the difference, isn't it too? What do you think, anybody? Yeah, it's very different, but yeah. uh, we're working in... Uh, um, if I understand right this question, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just uh, we just uh, try to walk these strokes, not uh, the six five strokes as, as short course. We yes. just walk in the stretch court to to do uh, the same strokes as I do at the long course, or a little bit more that I can to uh, that I can do uh, perfect stroke twenty one twenty strokes. Yeah, with uh, of course a lot of uh, power walk with paddles and fins for this. Yeah. What what happens to your your body at say thirty five meters? Do you feel your hips falling? Do you feel your tempo going back? What do you work on at say thirty five meters to maintain your technique? What what do you focus on to keep going? Uh, I try to keep, of course, my uh, power stroke, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, sometimes I have very big. Uh, uh, mistake how uh, how said my coach when I uh, take my hand not so not so but just I did this one and my stroke stayed very 
weekends oh no <laughs> and of course uh, uh i try to keep my i don't know not technique but uh my i don't know how to say just at english <laughs> keep my uh through my back uh, back through to the uh yeah, Mm -hmm. go yeah because sometimes i can do arm legs or together arm legs and stay at one place it's, it's a very big problem definitely and i think with breaststroke yeah. i mean obviously you have sprint breaststroke technique and distance breaststroke technique especially with long course and it seems like in like Ilya saying in sprint swimming or some breaststroke you have to have such a high kick tempo but if the hips fall and the coordination becomes out of whack, then you're kind of fighting against what you're trying to do to be propulsive. So I think that's where once the tempo goes down, the tempo is crucial, but then the coordination yeah. slows down and then your all your leg power is starting to go against the wall. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we don't swim breaststroke if that is. <laughs> 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 so, so Ilya, you you are known for having <clears throat> a very narrow kick and narrow kick, yeah. Yeah, very very narrow kick. Um and also <clears throat> such a power to your stroke that you get yeah. on top of the water. And um so I'm curious first, what what do you focus on to keep the kick so narrow? It's crazy. For, yeah. So nice. what, what, how do you practice that? Uh, what drill do you do? Oh, it is a very interesting story because I had, I, I still have the my first coach. Yeah, Elena, right? Elena Maluska is the first coach. It is, yeah, Elena, it is my now, uh, now coach. And it is very interesting because when I was very young, uh, she said, you need to swim with narrow kick. Mm. And uh, till, the, till the 16, till the 20 years, I, I say, I say, no, I don't, uh, I don't want to swim so because I don't have a power. I can't to swim so. And she said, okay, I will wait. And <laughs> after five, six years, when I uh, when I didn't go to the training camp with the national team, we just stay at uh, our country. It's small uh, small training camp, and uh, I say, okay, I'm ready to try this technique. And uh, maybe for two and a half a week, we just try this technique. At the beginning, I swam with pull, uh, uh, breaststroke, with pull and. Let's see. Uh, I swam kick with pull, yeah, and uh, pull boy with pull, yeah, yeah, and after, yeah, pull boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, and after two weeks, uh, we, we had a national championship, and I broke on five national records with new technique. Uh, I did it at the morning session and evening session, and next <laughs> uh, day, yeah, and I say, whoa, coach. I so so happy. Thank you so much. Yes, and from this time we uh, we st uh, we started to improve this technique, and very good exercise uh, for improve this. I swim with pool boy, and uh, 
with a small stretch cord at the ankle. The ankle. Yes. Yeah, ankle. But uh, if to be honest, I want to swim a little bit, not not so narrow, but uh, I had a I have a bad mobility in my knee. And it is some problem, yeah, because I want more, but I can't. I'm working on this, but... <laughs> so you put the cord maybe this big at your ankle. Yes, yes, yeah. And then you have to, you try to keep the, the whip. Yes, yes. So not at the uh, knee. You don't do the knees. You do the ankle. Uh, I try search and search. Okay, you search. the okay. knee and the ankle, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because a lot of power, I... I um, I try to take, uh, give more power for my feet. You feel it down. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ilya, where did Elena get this idea? I don't know. <laughs> really, I don't know. <laughs> because my uh, my coach was very interesting because sometimes at training camp, uh, she can go to the swimming pool after practice or maybe at the afternoon to the pool and just in the water to try some exercise and then code, uh, go to the training session go, hmm, we need to try new exercise and i uh, uh how to say uh at the beginning i don't want because for me it's uh imagine very strange very very strange but then after 10 minutes hmm, interesting maybe it's uh have a good idea <laughs> yeah and um with breaststroke um obviously more traditionally it's a more wide kick and like we've been talking about here you have a very narrow kick that keeps the hips mm -hmm. up and instead of the traditional breaststroke like this it's turning more into like a wave-like motion on top of the water do you feel like that is helping your stroke tempo and there's further progression with increasing the tempo uh yes but uh, one more uh interesting thing because i try to help me uh for my back mm -hmm. not just arm and legs but uh, very oh, just a moment i just say uh, mm -hmm. sometimes need to translation <laughs> uh through very power through from my back mm -hmm. uh and uh, sometimes i try to swim for this uh exercise try to swim one stroke i did with breaststroke legs and one stroke with butterfly legs and my body uh, uh started to swim all time the same as with butterfly kick Huh. Yeah. So, Ilya, when you when you do that, <clears throat> there's there are some people that this has the stroke technique that undulates like this and is somewhat like a wave. Mm -hmm. uh, has caused some controversy in uh, with officials. We've seen some people saying, "Oh, it looks like butterfly." But yeah. really, it's, just your, it's really just your hips that are flowing up and down. Um, is yes, there, yes. Any, and there, there have been some athletes who have been disqualified. Is. is there anything that you 
focus on to make sure that it stays within the rules and that your stroke remains legal? Yeah, I know. Uh, I hear a lot of questions about this. And uh, I sure that I swim. Uh, how to say? Uh, I can swim so because it is doesn't uh, doesn't violate uh, the FINA rules. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. all legal. Yeah. And uh, very interesting was at the last world championship in Abu Dhabi because a lot of guys said you will be disqualified because your technique is not right blah 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 but after this competition a lot of guys were, were disqualified mm -hmm. but not me <laughs> strange things yeah yeah that's what's interesting um you know two notable breaststrokers at worlds were disqualified um like world-class world champions and they attributed to the underwater camera um and especially on the finish Describe how you finish, because a lot of times you finish and you do describe your finish and what you do to finish, because that's where a lot of the controversy happens. Not with you, with other swimmers. Mm -hmm. How's your finish? But uh, yeah. uh, I did finish the same as I swim every stroke with uh, mm. a narrow breaststroke kick. Yeah, because we uh, I had uh, some not very interesting how to, not uh, very pleasure story in the mm -hmm. ICL season two with mm -hmm. the coach Adam. Yeah. And after this, I say thanks Marshall because yes, it's my uh, mistake. And after this, uh, after this, uh, uh, just a moment. After the, after when this happened, after this moment, I, I uh, haven't been, haven't, haven't, haven't done the butterfly, butterfly kick uh, to the ball. Yeah. Not, not one. Yeah, not, no so, one. Yeah, it is. It was a good uh, lesson for me. Yes, and now I, I walk in at this every, every, every training, every stroke to the wall as a training and i think it's okay it's my mistake <laughs> i will work at, at it yeah and now i i, I do it auto, automatic because sometimes i think maybe i did the butterfly kick but then we uh watch the camera and now just what the first stroke but very narrow no but let's stroke <laughs> I, I think that's that's very um um that's great for you to have taken the criticism from Adam Petey's coach, Mel Marshall, listen to it, adapt it, and now make yourself a better swimmer. Is this, did Mel tell you something herself? Did Adam tell you something? And I think you and Elena adapting, it's, it's, it's credible and well done to do that. That's what our sport is about, to help each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. So very good. Describe this. Yes, did, of course. Yeah, it's excellent. Now, one thing you yeah, mentioned yeah. is... Cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, taking what they said and learning from it. And a lot of what we learn is what we practice. Mm. And we watched a little video that Sonny, the swimsuit guy made, and he talked about your training and yeah. suiting up very frequently and doing very often race pace swimming. Could you talk to us a little bit about your training? Uh. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, 
uh, I can say that uh, before the competition, maybe before one month before the competition, I started to use uh, swimsuit very often as a training session because uh, uh, I think that uh, when you swim in the in the swimsuit. Uh, your body position is a little bit higher and you swim different than as usual. And sometimes a lot of swimmer, not very uh, high level, but maybe in our country, some country, uh, use uh, this you just competition. And then we are, uh, they go to the competition, shave the, uh, shave the body, uh, put on the suit and, wow, I can't swim because I don't know what happened. Of course, because it is, uh, different feeling, yeah, and you can swim with with new condition, yeah, and we uh, we use very often, maybe two or three times by a week, and uh, I I can swim not uh, race pace uh, in the suit, I can swim um, how to say I don't know how to say it in English because in, uh, we uh, training by the catch rate. Mm -hmm. Uh, session, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, and uh, I can swim from five by hundred, uh, three by two hundred breaststroke, not fast, just uh, one, uh, one hundred fifty or sixty head rate, and I can swim in the suit because I glide very well, uh, less strokes, uh, my lactate is a little bit low than usual, yeah, and uh, I try to improve in the, in the suit, in the training. Yeah, and all guys were laughed at the, at the training session at ASL. Wow, against you, and the next day against you, evening against you. Wow, <laughs> and after two weeks, uh, Chad started to swim with you more. Funny. Yeah, and I don't know. I just I just like to I to swim with you a lot, really. Yeah, we uh, call that the principle of specificity. Um, the creator of USRPT that Michael Andrew is notable for training. Dr. Brett Rushall writes a lot about, you know, trying to have race conditions and practice conditions as similar as possible because yeah. things change so much. Like you said, the body position with a suit is quite different than without a suit. So for training in all these different positions where maybe building different motor patterns and, and different skill sets than what we are looking to acquire. So I'm glad Chad is on board. He's, he's smarter than he looks. <laughs> Ilya, can yeah. you, Ilya, can you talk about your use of lactate in training? It looks like you maybe uh, test for lactate quite a bit. Um, yes, of course. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. We, just swim series uh, for the first place 100, first place 200, yeah. But uh, my lactate is so very different all the time. Because if I have a two months or 2.5 months before the competition, my lactate can be nine or 10 maximum after big set, etc. But uh, uh, if it's happened maybe one week or two weeks before the competition, Again, to up to 16, 18 points. Yeah. Whoa. And I don't know how it's happening. <laughs> yeah. But with, uh, with us, uh, with me swimming, uh, my teammate, uh, backstroker, and he can, can up the like that 24. And I, after, after 50, 22. Wow. 22. How are you alive? 
<laughs> how you life? Yes, I don't know how it's happening. For me, it is that. <laughs> I mean, Luke does a 25 free. He's at a 22 lactate right now, and that's oh, right a, now. Really easy. So I think Luke can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine the pain. I can't imagine. I, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. And about the suit, uh, I have some, some some interesting story because this uh, I can uh, I try to do this uh, I don't know maybe science 2017 yeah and um, I had a lot of challenge with my coach at the training session uh, because almost all time uh, uh, day I go I went to the training and. I can be, uh, I could be a little bit lazy and she said, okay, if you want, if you swim 50 or hundred breaststrokes on this time, you can go, you can be free. And sometimes I just broke the national record at the training and went home and so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, um, I want to talk about ISL. Um, you are, um, um, you've done so well in the ISL. You've broken world records. You've yeah, yeah. won. 30 40 events over the three years you are the star of the isl and um and we've thoroughly enjoyed watching you like it, it's seeing you race and you compete and you swim fast um even when you lost you were great to watch and when you won you're great um what did you enjoy most of the isl like was it racing emrisaki was it racing with your teammate felipe was it what did what was the the, the most fun part for Ilya? oh for me I don't know. I like swimming with everyone, with Saichi, Felipe, Adam, uh, some Russian guys, yeah. uh, American thing. Yeah. yeah, with everyone because it's for me it's very funny because uh, I need to more uh, how to say sparring because in our country I swim alone. Maybe with breaststroke, yeah, it's <laughs> so terrible. But when I go to the ISL or something international competition, I really happy because I can swim with guys. And uh, in ISL, I don't know. It's for me, it is new level of the competition uh, because uh, you have uh, very good uh, say, mood at the every start because you swim a lot, you swim very fast with your teammate, you uh, discuss, you speak in all time. Yeah, and every team is amazing, really, because in mm -hmm. our country, it's a little strange because all teams uh, uh, go alone all guys alone and, uh, and when mm -hmm. I, I go there i really enjoy it yeah and uh, i really like to swim a lot i like uh, a lot of competition uh, per week one uh, one uh, competition per week for me it's really good um i don't know amazing yeah because uh, here i can compete one time uh, two or three weeks and I go to a cell. Oh yeah, competition. And I very like to uh, to prepare my uh, shave mm -hmm. uh, from the competition, not from the hard training, training set, and cetera, cetera. I like competition, competition, competition. And my sh uh, my shave uh, growing up so very yeah. very fast, really. And my coach uh, now knows about this, but we don't have. Uh, possibility to do this at home mm. um, and that's how it's very good possible I, I see this um, one of the the criticisms I, I have we have of the ISL is they 
they don't take the time to really recognize amazing swimming, in my opinion. So what? let me explain. You get on the blocks, you win, and you break the world record. You become the fastest swimmer ever to swim this race. And up next, the 100 butterfly, and let's do the 100 butterfly, and Ilya goes away. Like, we don't take the time to, like, to celebrate this. I mean, yes, we celebrate, and the commentator says it, but two minutes later, you know, if this was a world championships, you would be on the medal mm-hmm. podium. You would have your anthem. Oh, you yeah. would be crying. You would, we, and, we, and the audience would, would, would enjoy Ilya's um, amazing swim more, and therefore we'd be more invested. How do you feel when, it, do you feel like, okay, just another world record I set? Is it, like, what's your opinion? You know, or not? <laughs> or wrong? Uh, for me, it's so, so simple because uh, when I broke the first European record, yeah, I was really happy. I came to sleep all night. I feel, I didn't know what what I feel felt. But uh, then when I broke the world record, again, world record, and uh, I think I, I thought that, okay, just just my new PB, new national record. And so, because because I know that all guys who uh, stay here in ASL, it is almost world championship, Olympic championship, European world record holder, it is, it is normal in our deal. Yeah, it is not some, wow, but normal. <laughs> We're working, continue, yeah, that's all. And, and, and that, unfortunately, is one of the faults for the non-swimmer watching because they don't realize how amazing this race is because when you have too much of a great thing, all of the great things look normal. Do you, don't, do you understand? When everybody is amazing, then nobody is, you know, stands out. So um, I'm looking forward to talking to the new chiefs of the ISL. This is seeing maybe we can put some more time to really recognize and and hear from you Ilya. what was last night like when you broke your record how did you feel like just hear some more about what this means to Ilya a bit more what do you think brian and john i mean it's an interesting it's the first guy we've spoken to about this yeah i well i agree with that i actually just wanted to ask Ilya, what do you think the isl can do to improve in general mm. Uh, I don't know. I think this program is so cool because for athletes, maybe we need some more praise, some more time for the congratulations, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the spectators, it's so very good because all mm-hmm. uh, hits go very fast and the uh, spectators just uh, watch and with interest. Yeah. And I think this is very important. Uh, and for us that we swim a lot of with uh, with uh, uh, a little rest uh, for us it is just a good walk ju- uh, good training and i don't know for me so, it's perfect <laughs> Ilya, i think a lot of the swimmers all who participate in the isl almost everyone has a great time they really enjoy it there's fun racing they get to interact with new teammates um you know everybody's very positive i'm curious though you know with professional swimming uh, and uh, a league the league is trying to get fans and get attention from people who don't swim too Mm -hmm. so 
do people in Belarus watch? I mean, you are one of the best athletes in Belarus in the world. You're a world champion. You're a world record holder. Do people in Belarus watch the ISL to watch you? Uh, I don't know. In our country, we sports, it's big trouble, how I think, because uh, in our country, uh, who, who knows about me? It is my family, a just swimmer, and uh, some people from another area. I don't know. Mm. And so, because a uh, very big problem, because we don't have a manager in our country uh, without photo at the street, and it's, it's so terrible, really. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, when I, when I, when I thinking about it, I was really worried, really. But when I go to the cell and some fans say, "Oh, can you sign me? Can you give me a caps?" And wow, cool! I want the same in our country. But now, uh, the last uh, maybe some years in our championship, we have a TV, and it is cool. Yeah, because. A little bit more people knows about you, but at the in swimming pool without spectators, really without. Mm-hmm. It's so you're go, you're going to the uh, medal ceremony and you uh, look at the swimming pool and just sportsmen and so. Hmm. Yeah, Do you go, have a... and uh, yeah. As we ask, do you have a sponsor? Do you have a swimsuit sponsor? No. You, the world record holder. Uh, yes, I tried. No I tried with Spira, and I I had some suit just without sponsor. I tried with Arena, and the same. I had sp- sponsor Madway f- for one year. It mm-hmm. was two years ago, and so. You wear a suit because every other day in practice. You are the fastest breaststroker alive, and you don't have a suit sponsor. Yeah. Charging. Um, does the Belarus government give you support? <laughs> Do you get support from the government? Like after you won a world championship, did you get any sort of state sponsoring or uh, funding? Sometimes this happens. Did you have any funding at all? No. No. How do you survive? Uh, because uh, it is big problem that we don't have a manager, and so if if I want to have uh, some uh, sponsor or something else, I need to do this myself. Hmm. Hmm. But uh, in our country, it is not impossible to have a sponsor at all. But if I try to the uh, at the abroad, yeah, I can try. But in this situation, right now, with our sponsor, hundred percent because I can communicate with guys. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, of course, Federation helped us to with uh, suits, with some with Google's caps, but it is uh, very little, like little. two caps per year. Yeah, if, and so some some suits. If you want to, we don't, uh, our Federation don't have. Uh... Sorry. So, sorry, I was going to ask if you have to go to the Marinostrum tour in Cannes, Barcelona, and and and. and who pays for this if you want to swim Marinostrum, who has to pay you uh no it is pay my federation your federation will pay to go if to... i want to go to the competition yeah yeah, yeah. if i go if i want to go to the uh, to the competition it's not problem federation pay for this and okay. or, or maybe minister of sports yeah okay. but uh with training camp a little bit difficult but uh, not all 
capturing camp we can uh, have, mm -hmm. but it is uh, one or two uh, times by uh, at year at the outdoor pools, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know. It's how, it's very difficult. How good are your facilities? Do you are you in Minsk and do you have good facilities, good pools? What's it like? I don't know Belarus Russian. Uh, yeah, I have a good pool for the training session, but this pool not for the competition. Hmm. Uh, and a very big minus of this pool because this pool is very cold, not in the water, just near the water. It's the water, it's, it is good, it's perfect. We have a blogs, good, good, good uh, heat, good uh, water, yeah, but near of this, it's not very good. And uh, we have a good gym, but not very good because, but not very perfect for working with a big weight. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can train in this uh, situation, but of course we want a little bit better. This Ilya, is interesting. Go ahead, Brian, I'm sorry. Ilya, what, <clears throat> as, as such a good swimmer, in a country that uh, does not have a lot of top world champion swimmers. Um, we talked about the facilities uh, and also you, Ilya, mentioned the way coaches uh, kind of stay isolated. They don't necessarily interact closely together. Um, what do you, uh, what is your goal for how you influence swimming in Belarus? Uh, first of all, I very wanted that we have a club system because we don't have this. And uh, maybe I wanted, uh, I want to have in our sport in our country that all coaches working together with uh, sparring with, because uh, in our country it happened that a coach find the small guys and oh, it is good guys. And this coach trying to grow up this uh, child for the future. And so just alone. Uh, but we have a good coaches in the national team and you can uh, take your child to coach who work with world class athletes and set etc. But in our country, we don't have mm. this. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, maybe we have just not right system. I don't know. Maybe not a lot of swimmer, maybe not a lot of pools. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how it's working in the government, at us government. Is that why, so to those who are listening, you've had the same coach for 18 years, yes. right? Since you're nine years old. Yeah. Um, first of all, why? Why did you stay with Elena? What, were you ever tempted to change coaches or maybe go to university somewhere? Did you were you ever tempted at stage in your life to change your situation? Why did you stay? I just I, ju I just lucky. <laughs> yeah. I don't know because a uh, uh, very big plus of this situation because my coach know me better than my mom, and I can mm. say that it is my second mom. Yeah, mm. <laughs> uh, very. Uh, for me, it's very good that because uh, he uh, when I go to the training and I feel not well 
and she uh, she look at look at and say, okay, we just we change the training, and all time uh, she change training for me individually, and it's very big plus on this because I. I because if I swim in the big group mm -hmm. with almost all uh, all swim fast maximal, yeah, and I can see uh, I can go to the swimming pool with eel and feel uh, very bad and uh, swim this exercise, and after two days I go to the hospital or something else or have an eel. Yes, but with a coach I can walk with uh, on. I don't know, on a very good level because uh, she understands me very well and I'm too. Ilya, before we, before we wrap up the show, I have a couple really fast questions to ask you. We call them rapid fire. Perfect for you. Yeah. Uh, so ju just a few fast questions. <clears throat> what is the hardest race in swimming? Uh, 4am. 4am. <laughs> Uh, would yeah. you rather have an Olympic gold medal, a world record, or win the ISL MVP? Uh, Olympic medal, gold medal. As the world record holder says that. What's What's your favorite flavor of energy gel? Chocolate. You can watch this uh, video at the Sony blocks. Yeah, I saw. I, oh. Happy birthday, cake. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I saw you use SIS gels. I like those, actually. Um, yeah. Do you think the Olympics should start to race short course meters? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, um, everyone. <laughs> uh, who is the best breaststroker of all time? All time? Um, I can say one people. I can say some people. It is Kira Jima, Adam Pitti. Daniel Gürta. Mm. And Gürta, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think that's fair for a tie between those those three. Yeah. Uh okay, last one. Do you do breaststroke and do you do do you do social kick? Yeah, I I, I use this sometimes, uh, but I can use this after training if I don't like what I what I did as a training with my legs and after training Okay, social kick breaststroke. Maybe I feel a little bit better. And so. <laughs> Perfect. But you have to have a narrow kick because when you social kick, you have three, four, five people in one lane sometimes. So you oh, can't do breaststroke. So you have to yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ilya, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, good luck at your national championships. Uh, obviously, the, the season has uh, your season plans may still change but we know that you'll be fast in july so uh good luck we look forward to watching you race and um and uh yeah our thoughts are our thoughts are with you so uh thank you so much for hanging out that's it for this episode of the social kick and we'll see you all next time thank you thank you so much hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us if you're enjoying social kick tell your friends about it and be sure to tell us what you liked by leaving a comment and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Social Kick, and you can find all of our content on our website.